The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. A few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And this week on the show... We're going to bring on Dr. James Andrews from the Andrews Institute. He's worked on everyone from Bo Jackson to Peyton Manning. Talk a little bit about stem cell treatments related to sports medicine, the newest revelation in sports medicine, the use of stem cell therapy and technology on high-level athletes. We'll get into that discussion as both Dr. Cole and Dr. Andrews perform uh, such uh, procedures. Also, Gina Pongetti will join us. She is from Achieve Physical Therapy. She's also back from the Rio Olympics where she did some physical therapy work, also writing for Inside Gymnastics Magazine. We'll talk about what it takes to maintain the schedule of the Olympic athlete going from Olympic trials to the Olympic Games. We'll talk about recovery and nutrition and the timing of the summer. Amazing stuff that these elite-level athletes go through. We'll talk about the sports medicine angle of that. So it's all coming up this week's edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. I'm back with Dr. Brian Cole to get it going right after this on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, Fat-Burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos and other surprises you will absolutely love this program sign up at 14daytransformation.com that's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit karen's website at karenmalkin.com that's k-a-r-e-n-m-a-l-k-i-n.com you're listening to sports medicine weekly with steve cashel and dr brian cole on espn 1000 and we're back on the saturday morning sports medicine weekly steve cashel dr brian cole and that proceeds from our program sports medicine weekly go to support orthopedic research at rush through the live active now dot org fund dr cole you've been in the news uh recently treating high level athletes with stem cells uh, where are we at with that Steve, you know, this is one of those things where the media loves to grab onto it because there's this magical, mystical concept that with stem cells we can rewind the clock and do things that we otherwise couldn't do. So, um, you know, the fact is uh, we're still we're learning. Uh, we have a high level of interest. Anytime we can uh, sort of trick the body to do something that's favorable uh, and uh, do no harm and at the same time, uh, maybe take advantage of our own ability to heal and do better. Uh, that's where stem cells sort of uh, fall into play. So, as I say, we're 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 uh, treading somewhat lightly, but many of us are particularly interested because you know the body normally wants to heal, but we're looking at ways to enhance the body's ability to heal more. Uh, reliably and maybe most importantly do it uh, more quickly so we can get our athletes back to play safely. 
Let's bring on uh, Dr. James Andrews, uh, well-known orthopedic surgeon and founding partner for the Andrews Institute for Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, joining us from Gulf Breeze, Florida at the Andrews Institute. Dr. Andrews, thanks very much for uh, being with us on Sports Medicine Weekly. It's great to get two of the best surgeons uh, really in the country and the world on uh, in this show with Dr. Cohen yourself. And in light of the history of sports medicine, how do you think that stem cells will impact the future of uh, sports medicine? Well, there's no question about the, the impact. Uh, we're just at the tip of the iceberg relative to stem cell therapy. Uh, I've said more than once that the big revelation in sports medicine dating back to the U.S. introduction of it was the arthroscope. And that revolutionized sports medicine, and it's still having a, a big impact, as you well know. So that was the first big revelation, and I think the next big revelation that's occurring right now, as a matter of fact, uh, is stem cell therapy, or what we call the biologics. And that has a big place, of course, not only in sports medicine, but throughout medicine. It's really called regenerative medicine, the regenerative medicine field, which has, has no boundaries. Uh, the only boundaries we have is the control of, of the research and the clinical use of, of the biologics by the FDA. Uh, and that's for the safety factors of the patient. So we have to accept that and, and we have to go along those guidelines. But it is, the, the I think, the second revelation uh, that we will see in sports medicine and are seeing it right now. Jimmy, let me ask you a question. If, if an athlete asks you, what area do we feel the most confident that we can make, that we can make a difference using stem cells, what, what would your answer be? Well, I think we have to be careful what we, we promise to patients because patients have a, a, a bad perception of what stem, stem cells can do. Uh, and if we use the word regeneration, uh, we probably are on thin ice. Uh, they think we can regenerate organs uh, or even hyaline cartilage, say, in the knee joint. So what I tell patients is that uh, we can control the anti-inflammatory effect and that stem cells have a, a great anti-inflammatory effect and we can control pain and inflammation in a joint, uh, and we can perhaps perhaps improve the, the, the healing properties of Mother Nature. But we, we go beyond that right now with, with, with trying to advertise or, or to market to patients that we can do more than that. We're, we're really getting beyond what's already, what, what has been proven scientifically, at least in my opinion. Visiting with Dr. James Andrews at Sports Medicine Weekly, Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. James Andrews, of course, the orthopedic surgeon, founding partner for the Andrews Institute for Orthopedics and Sports Medicine and the Andrews Institute in Gulf Breeze, Florida. Dr. Andrews, how specifically are you using stem cells in your clinical practice now to help the athletes? Well, we're, uh, we're, we're taking the arthritic, you know, right now is a preseason in the NFL, for example. And we're seeing a, a, a number of our NFL athletes that are 
have arthritic wear patterns, either mild, moderate, or even severe, that are playing in the NFL. And they, when they crank up the, the football season and preseason, they're all beginning. They're all coming in with a swollen knee. So one of the things that we've been doing for for some years is we've been injecting with the ones that have persistent swelling and pain in their in their knee. We've been injecting it with fresh autogenous stem cells uh, to help control the swelling and get the pain settled down. Whereas we used to have to what we call wash out that knee, which means we'd have to scope the knee and wash it out, wind up cleaning it up a little bit, and it would take forever for them to recover. So we've eliminated a lot of those early washouts that we used to do arthroscopically with the use of fresh stem cells to, to create a, a powerful anti-inflammatory effect and control the swelling and, and get them back on the practice field and get them ready for the season. So that's one thing we're doing. Uh, we're also using it to help, help hopefully, improve the, the biological healing process. You know, there's one thing, if we talk about an enhancement of performance, we're not doing that. But if we can get ligaments to heal faster or, or, or muscle tendon junctions to heal faster by biologics, then that's a worthwhile project. And we're using the biologics for muscle pulls, like, for example, a hamstring. We're using it in, in some incomplete ligament injuries, for example, a, 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 a real incomplete ACL injury. We've injected some of those with stem cells to see if we can get Mother Nature to heal them without having to go through a long, drawn-out year of doing an ACL reconstruction. Uh, so all of that's still pretty new, and it's, uh, it's the clinical results are being studied. Uh, the problem with clinical results, as you well know, to really do a clinical research level one, level two study, uh, you need to have controls. You need to have a, a, a double-blind study uh, with placebos. And the problem with the sports medicine world, particularly when it comes to college and professional athletes, is they don't want to go in the study because if they're going to do it, they want the real thing. So they're not going to go in and get a, a, a saline injection as a placebo uh, so it's hard to get them into the study. So therefore, the problem is that we get ahead of ourselves with our research and start using the stem cells and the other biologics uh, without the proper research, and therefore uh, we're not really, really able to prove what they will do. So that's been the problem in sports medicine. Again, visiting with Dr. James Andrews. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. It is Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we've identified is that I think, and I'd be interested in your experience, one of the things that we think anyway is that at least using it intraoperatively, that there's some reduction in postoperative inflammation and pain. I don't know this with certainty, but, you know, we're still mostly doing this under clinical trials. Our trials have been with rotator cuff repair or with meniscus surgery when patients who have osteoarthritis so it's it's you're right it, it, it i think the studies we're going to have to do in our active patients it's going to be impossible to do it in our elite athletes because of scheduling issues and as you say i don't know any elite athletes going to subject themselves nor the system they're in to a placebo trial but i think we can maybe get to the answer by doing clinical study on our 
on our patients who are interested in participating, and that's where we've been kind of going. I can only tell you anecdotally, it seems that when we use it intraoperatively to, say, augment something like rotator cuff repair, there may be less pain postoperatively. And these are just standard. So I guess for our audience, I, I, th- I think we're talking the same thing. What we do is uh, bone marrow aspirate. It's a simple bone marrow aspirate concert. We draw blood from the, the pelvis pelvic area and then spin it down into centrifuge. And sometimes we'll combine it with other agents like a lubricant such as hyaluronic acid for an arthritic knee. Is that essentially what you're still doing as well? That's exactly right. We're, yeah. we're using, in some of our high-level athletes, we, when we do a, uh, an ACL reconstruction using a patella tendon graft from the, their own body, a so-called autogenous, we've been injecting stem cell into the knee at the end of the procedure. And what we notice is that they don't swell up. Right. Uh, they get their quad and the muscle activity going much quicker. You see in the next morning there's... There's hardly any swelling at all. Yeah, exactly. Again, it has a powerful anti-inflammatory effect. What we're trying to prove with that, too, is that that ACL graft you put in, even though it comes from the human body, is dead tissue, as you well know. So it has to go through a revascularization, get a blood supply, become a living substance. And we're hoping that the use of stem cells, maybe multiple stem cell injections, would create the healing process and, and, and help that ACL graft mature so it doesn't take a year, uh, uh, sometimes a year and a half for them to really recover. Maybe we can get them recovered in four, five, or six months. Uh, but that is yet to be proven. Yeah, We're working with that, though. Great information. Talking about the newest revelation in sports medicine, the use of stem cell technology and therapy in high-level athletes, Dr. James Andrews and Dr. Brian Cole. Thanks so much, Dr. Andrews, for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. We're back with more of our show. Dr. Cole and I return after this on ESPN Radio. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, or even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis, methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Atlasource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn 
learn more about Prochondrix or Allografts, visit Prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Back here on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Clowett is Sports Medicine Weekly. And net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Dr. Cole, a um, couple weeks out now, and I uh, want to ask you, I haven't had this chance yet, did you enjoy the Olympics from Rio? Did you get to watch it all? You know, I, most of it was late night, so I was always seeing the tail end and then the interviews, and so that was often gymnastics and uh, and volleyball, women's two two on two volleyball, which it was, was great, amazing. wasn't it? Great stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was captivating. How about know? the swimming? Swimming was really swimming neat. was amazing. I mean, it wasn't actually anything that was boring. Right, you know, like every even the sailing. Did you watch any of the sailing? No, but I did catch the women's yeah. rugby, which was oh, that I didn't fascinating. Yeah. I mean, these these women tackle each other without pads. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah, no, it is really um, it's the epitome of the the best sporting event I think I've ever seen. And I wish I watched more of it. I don't watch very much TV, but it was one of those things that it was during vacation. So coming back, you put the TV on. So then I just made sure it was always on in the background, so the kids would see it and. You know, and then they would just start watching it. We so, did the same thing. We were on vacation, yeah. and uh, the boys, my boys, I got two boys, of course, 12 and 9, and they loved the swimming events, and we yeah. couldn't wait to get in the pool the next day, and they were doing the butterfly and, yeah. the, you know, the freestyle and everything. It was really no, cool. It's a, it's, a, it's, an ama- it's a great role models for our young people, and it's, it is amazing what, like, out of all the training you and I see and are the athletes that we see all the time and that, yeah. that I deal with, I think what they do pales in comparison to what an Olympic athlete has to do to, to train to do their craft. I mean, it's... It's supernatural, you know, and you just think about the numbers, how small it is. You know? yeah, absolutely. So. It's fascinating. Well, our next uh, in-studio guest with us here on Sports Medicine Weekly uh, was in Rio for the Olympics doing some physical therapy work with the um, Olympic team, and she is also uh, writing for Inside Gymnastics magazine, Dr. Gina Angeletti, but it's also Dr. Gina Pongetti Angeletti. Did I get that right? <laughs> sure, you sure did. Good, good. Great, good great, Italian great, soup, you know, right? Yeah, a great Italian yeah. restaurant. She is a co-owner of Achieve Physical Therapy, which is in Burr Ridge, Naperville, and uh, Chicago, and uh, part of the uh, Achieve Orthopedic Rehabilitation Institute. And thanks for joining us. How was real? It was great, Steve. Was it? It was a fantastic event. All the lead-up to the fears and the not being ready, it was put on well. Uh, the people of Brazil couldn't have been nicer. The athletes were excited, and the U.S. had a great success. Tell us what you did then. So, so you, you kind of had a multiple role, right? I did. I did. So I have the pleasure of working for Inside Gymnastics Magazine, being involved in the sport since I was literally before I could walk. And I wrote for them and covered all of gymnastics, the, not just the U.S., but the whole world, all of the competitions, men's and women's, um, and then did physical therapy treatment for the athletes who needed it. So different countries, different sports, uh, dry needling, active release, everything, any manual therapy techniques, recovery, what the athletes need in the middle of competition. What does it take uh, to maintain the schedule from Olympic trials to the Olympic Games? You saw a side of that, correct? Exhausting. Yes. Yeah, so I'll we bet. Uh, we started uh, the gymnast started in Hartford, Connecticut, all the way back in June, and then all the way through to Olympic trials for men's, then Olympic trials for women's, and then picking the team, and then going to Texas for um, camps, selection camps, and preparing for going to the games themselves. 
and they have great athletic trainers that are with them on a consistent basis every city that they go. Um, and of course, throughout that whole process, I both did writing and uh, some treatment. What are some of the things you wrote about? So uh, the the big stories of the games were, of course, the dominance of the U.S. team. I mean, we, we won by nine points, yeah. um, essentially. Our men's team got fifth all around again with great performances by the guys. Uh, Orozco, who made the team, suffered yeah. an ACL tear before, yeah. and Leva popped in, so he went from... Uh, he went from alternate to double silver medalist, so that was very impressive. He's a great guy. Um, we wrote about the two-per-country rule where, just like with volleyball, you can only qualify two for the finals. We essentially could have fielded two teams and mm-hmm. probably podiumed both of them. Um, yeah. And Gabby Douglas, everyone was really down on her and how she was acting, but she was focusing on what she needed to do, and she's a really uh, great girl with um, just a lot of pressure on her as the – reigning incumbent all-around champ i mean you, you know i've i've known you for a long time you know i've known each other for more than probably my whole career my yeah. more certainly more, more than, than 15, 15 years, years. <laughs> yeah and i've had the privilege of you know you sharing a number of gymnasts that, you know, taking care of you know their elbow problems and occasionally knee issues and so forth and um you know i've always been impressed by uh, uh or depressed it depends how you look at it the amount of time that they put in as when they're you know these were pretty young athletes to the to, when they are training for the olympics so you, you know i don't know if it's every parent my parents dream or expectation that their kid's going to be in the olympics but you see right. how few it is i mean it's it's point zero it's got to be point zero zero or just like less than one percent well there's right? five kids there's five kids on every team yeah uh, this year two of them were repeats so technically yeah. If they each count for a half each year. It's less than one kid per year that makes the team. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this team is the entire. So this is the entire country. The entire United right. States. Right, and yes. you deal with the thousands of kids in Chicagoland who do gymnastics, and they have such a um, like. I don't think there's any sport that I deal with in terms of patience that has the intensity of commitment that those kids do like i don't think there's anything that compares right i don't think there is either did you do that was that what you were doing when you were younger i had 14 years of it Um, and five days a week seven days a week what was it uh, six days a week for us but some two a day practices yeah um and you're you're also doing you know you're doing four events plus stretching plus flexibility strength training physical therapy yoga i mean nutrition and then school and then being a kid and then all the other things there's no off season it's right and i Mm -hmm. i am amazed at i guess i'd say Injuries are not as frequent as I would expect, given how it defies all the principles of what we do to prevent injury. I look at it as kind of a sine curve. So if you if you're if you do too few hours, um, it's bad. If you do way too many hours, that's bad. But the middle is good. And if you take less time or you take more time to relax and days off, you lose your proprioception, you lose your strength, right. you lose your endurance. And it's such a fine-tuned sport of a balance of everything. Yeah. Uh, the training is is great. But in order to do skills that are, you know, there's a fear aspect to certain sports, diving, gymnastics, you know, it's not scary to run. Yeah. It's, it's scary to pole vault. You know, yeah. I mean, there are certain things that have fear and that adds just another layer, sports psychology, you know, physical therapist, comma. Yeah. attend sports psychologists right, you know right, on a daily right, basis right, you too in right. the office especially with parents sure no that's what it's all about our guest is dr gina angeletti from achieve physical therapy i'm steve cashel dr brian cole it is sports medicine weekly on this saturday morning so uh yeah that was my other question recovery 
you know, I mean, for these athletes, um, is there any, and what's, what, what's the best way for them to recover? How do they recover? Well, there's, there's multiple aspects of recovery. There's the long recovery where you take a couple weeks off, which never really happens. There's the short recovery practice on a Saturday morning. Don't go back until Tuesday, which very rarely happens. And then there's midday mid practice or 24 hour recovery, um, nutrition, massage, trigger point, rolling, flushing, um, making sure that your body is done with one workout before it gets to the next with obviously um, physiologically Dr. Cole is as you know is really difficult when it comes to flushing muscles and and tension um, and recovery Re- essentially repair of muscles and tissues so um, they're the gymnasts are exhausted if they don't train properly but when trained and conditioned properly their bodies are used to handling that Um, at the olympics they're doing two-a-day practices and they're not both four hours and extremely grueling um, but some of them are fine-tuning and brush-ups and some of them are actual endurance-based practices to make sure that their fitness stays up as well as just their confidence in, in repeating skills. Are most of them health nuts as far as they really watch what Crazy they eat? or are Especially they really? our guys' team. I mean, we you know, Sam, Sam McCulloch has his own drink that he created that's really healthy for him, and um, Chris Brooks watches his diet to the T. Um, the women are very good about it too, especially uh, water intake and sleep and recovery. So in general, they don't have to have people tell them to be healthy. They, they want it because, you know, as Dr. Cole said, there's so many – people that want that position and so few kids that get that opportunity um you have to be incredibly fine-tuned again our guest dr gina angeletti uh from achieve physical therapy you brought up dry needles is that what you said yeah I did. what is that exactly oh trigger point dry needling is amazing it is uh acupuncture needles that are used to do a non-acupuncture technique so it's actually specific muscle release needle goes into a trigger point area you get a quick contraction and it releases. It actually resets the brain, the brain's perception of a protective How do you mechanism. know where to poke? Uh-huh. Magic hands. <laughs> <laughs> Magic hands. Uh, you find trigger points, uh, some based on what the patients tell you pain, some just based on knowledge of anatomy and knowing what needs to be tight, too, and what needs to be released. So um, correction, too, just real quick, not a doctor yet. Transitional doctorate happened after I graduated because I'm an old lady. So <laughs> we'll, stick to, we'll stick to Gina we'll Angeletti. Stick, we'll stick to just Gina. Final thought on Achieve Physical Therapy, as I mentioned earlier, Burr Ridge, Naperville, and Chicago. What is it? Uh, physical therapy, sports medicine, sports performance, injury prevention. We have a great community connection. So we're kind of the flip of uh, normal PT is physician-driven on referrals, and we're very community-based uh, taking care of our athletes' prevention and reactive and sending sending and supporting Rush with all the docs that we work with. Website? Website, achieveorthosports.com. Terrific. Gina Angeletti, right back from the Real Olympics and into Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks for being, uh, for being here. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Thanks, Dr. Cole. You're welcome. Thank you, Gina. It's always great to see you this morning. And we're back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. 
We're excited to announce our new Sports Medicine Weekly custom podcast app on iTunes. It's all free. Just go to the App Store, search for Sports Medicine Weekly. Our app gives listeners easy access to their favorite Sports Medicine Weekly shows without getting lost in confusing screens and pop-up ads. The team at Sports Medicine Weekly is dedicated to delivering content to our listeners on the latest in fitness, nutrition, injury prevention, and treatment. Optimize your performance with the Sports Medicine Weekly app. As always, we thank our loyal listening and social media followers. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of djoglobal.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by MedWest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsourilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.